Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 63, How to Craft an Authority Opinion. We're going to talk all about how authority opinions can help shape your personal brand, build a platform for you, and get your message out much quicker in the broad sense. Welcome to the Know, Like, and Trust show with Brittany Gardner, the podcast where we explore the world of personal branding and how to build your know, like, and trust factor up for ultimate business success. And now here's your host, Brittany Gardner. All right, let's talk about building authority opinions, crafting them so that they work for you, so they get your message out, so you can have the big impact you've been desiring. Whether that impact is building a business that can support your family, whether it's spreading a message in your community, working for social causes, whatever that impact might be, Crafting an authority opinion and standing upon it as a platform is going to get that impact to you faster because you're going to spread your message faster because you're known for something. Your opinions are entirely your own. That bears mentioning here. While others may help shape them, like, you know, your parents when you're a child, when you're in high school, your peer group, when you're in college, your professors, and so on and so forth. It is your decision as to whether you own them or not. So when I was five and I didn't like broccoli, actually, I love broccoli. This is the worst example ever, but we'll go with it. We'll go with my sister. When my sister didn't like broccoli and corn, and no matter how much my parents cajoled and persuaded and downright bribed her, she would not eat those foods. In fact, oh my goodness, I just remembered the story when she was maybe in kindergarten or first grade, she was so against eating the corn in her mouth that she left it in the pocket of her cheek. And a half hour after dinner, my grandma was like, what is that in your mouth? Because we were going to get ice cream after dinner. Anyway, she disliked it so much. She'd rather leave it in her cheek than swallow it whole. All right. That's your decision as to whether you own them. Now it's your parents' decision to put the options in front of you. And not all parents do this, of course. As a child, so many of your opinions were actually the opinions of your parents and other loved ones that surrounded you. But as you grow, you get to use opinions as a reflection of who you choose to be. Now, most people base their opinions off the experiences of those around them, read parents in previous examples, their own personal experiences, or researching that something that they are unsure about. So here's an example. I am a dog person, not a cat person. I formed this from my own experiences. I didn't have any bad experiences with dogs or cats as a kid. I just liked dogs better. I felt like if you were going to put that much effort into caring for someone, it'd be nice if they pretended to care back for you. So you're hearing my very biased opinion right now. You're probably hearing it scream through. And if you're actually a cat person, you're probably taking some offense at what I'm saying. It's because you have your own opinion. And if you're one of those people who has four cats, you're probably realizing, if you're willing to own it, that having four cats is a reflection of who you choose to be. Whereas if you're someone who has two very rambunctious dogs and you're putting them on social media and you're making them a part of your world, 
you're choosing that to be a reflection of who you are as well. So another example, not so much of your own personal experiences, but of researching something that you're unsure about is when there's a particular legal case, a trial that hits the news cycle and everyone's talking about it and you're not real sure. So you ask around at the office if you're in a day job, you ask around at PTA meetings if you're a mom of school-aged children, at the gym if you're a workout junkie. You ask around what people think about it. You do some news research. You Google, hopefully, to some unbiased news sources, of course. But you look into it and ultimately form an opinion, a conclusion about what you think is going on. So that's regular everyday opinions regarding a news trial, something in the news, regarding dogs and cats. However, when forming an authority opinion, you need to think critically. And if you weren't taught how to do this in school, like so many people haven't been, our American education system is not serving us well in this regard, you're going to want to really look into ways that you can look around a subject, ask for other viewpoints, listen to how other people express themselves regarding that subject before you land on something that you're willing to stake a claim on, die on the hill for. So here's some examples of an authority opinion. This is one of my opinions, I should say that. The easiest way to define your ideal client is a version of yourself, your past self. You're one step ahead of them, and because you still have intimate knowledge of what it feels like to be in that place, you understand them. You use your personal story as a hook and social proof. Then, as you grow, you back it with client experiences. So let's break that down a little bit. I stated an opinion. The easiest way to define your ideal client is a version of yourself, your past self. So I formed this from my own experiences. There was a time I was not properly expressing my brand visually or with words. I had to learn how to fix that situation. I did learn how to fix that situation. And then I started teaching it to other people. That's what I mean by it's a past version of yourself. So next part, you're one step ahead of them. And because you still have intimate knowledge of what it feels like to be in that place, you understand them. You use your personal story as a hook and social proof. Then as you grow, you back it with client experiences. So I did speak in front of several groups and talk about my past experience, how when I was not showing up visually in the proper way, when I was not using words with an on-brand message, I was making zero headway in my business. And once I fixed that situation, I started gaining a clientele. Once I had that clientele, I could also use their experiences, their testimonials, their actual picture proof when I did the brand images, how their websites transformed after the brand strategy work that we did. And I can all put that together as social proof of my authority opinion. You see, your authority begins because you've been there and you got to the other side. So I've always been taught that if you want to get somewhere, ask someone who's already there how to get there. Here's an example of that. If you had to take advice before opening up a McDonald's franchise, who would you go to for advice? Would you go to your parents who are teachers, computer programmers, working in child development, working as a bank teller? Or would you go to your uncle who's been very successful? He's an accountant who also has an MBA. Well, when you compare those two, you're going to go to your uncle, right? You're going to ask him what he thinks until I give you the other option. What if you had the option to ask somebody for advice who already runs 10 successful McDonald's franchise locations or the people at Hamburger University? 
you know, they send you to Hamburger University when you buy into a McDonald's franchise. Those are the people that you should be asking because they've already been there. They know the ins and outs of this very unique business situation. So we have three levels of people that you can ask for advice. You can ask your parents who love you and mean well. Of course, they want the best for you. You can ask your uncle who still loves you and wants the best for you and has some knowledge of business practices, but maybe not this particular business. Or you can ask someone who's already become successful in that field. I think it's a no-brainer. You're going to ask the person who's already been successful in that field. This is what puts the authority into the opinion. You've been there. You know what it's like. You've traveled that journey. This is just one of five tips I covered in a recent blog post called Five Tips to Building Authority in a Personal Brand. So if you want to see that, I'll link to it in the show notes. You can also go to brittanygardner.com forward slash blog. It's going to be near the top if you're listening to this podcast episode in recent date history. And it's also one of 13 areas I cover on my lead magnet on my website. It is a brand checklist called How Clear Is Your Brand? You can get that at brittanygardner.com forward slash fill the holes. I will also link to that in the show notes as well. One of those 13 areas is how is your authority showing up online? And I have three levels that you can look into there. The first level is that you write and tell about your ideas and strategy. The second level is that you have a process and content pillars, which are a few main ideas that you write and talk about. And then the third level is that you put opinions out there and you back up your reasoning. And sometimes those opinions are controversial. This is the key here, you guys. If you're just stating opinions that everybody else in your field is stating, you're blending in, you're not memorable, you're not going to be visible and attract clients to you because you're just one of the crowd. If you want to build an authority opinion, buck a trend, challenge the status quo. When you do that, you become clear, you become visible, you become memorable, and you build a personal brand with authority, which ultimately leads to building a successful business and attracting the best clients for you into your sphere because they hear your authority opinion, they look into your reasoning, they say, hey, that makes sense from my perspective and my worldview, and they start to trust you, which is that third part of the know, like, and trust factor. All right, you guys, I hope that that was helpful. I'll put the links to those two guides for you in the show notes. And we will have an excellent guest next week. His name is Dove Gordon, and he is all about personal branding. I can't wait for you guys to hear his perspective as well. 